0: What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 Lo-Fi Radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood, instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. Hear that? What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Married and Death Free, and you are checking out our QuickCast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Married and Death Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the QuickCast. Powered. Brought to you by, sponsored by, all that good stuff by Black Married and Death Free, the Black Married and Death Free podcast, where Shira and myself, a married couple of 15 years, chronicle our journey to building financial wealth. And I'm not going to say, dare I say generational wealth. We're just kind of triggering to me at this point, but you, you, you get the point. This platform talks about our journey to paying off our six figure debt and how we're currently building wealth through the power of real estate investing through the stock market, via our 401ks and Roth IRAs and brokerage accounts and all that great stuff. We also interview like-minded individuals, like-minded couples that are doing similar things. Um, Some in real estate, some folks that have businesses, you know, some financial, uh, Experts, So you, you can get a little bit of it all here on this platform. And the best part of it is this clean content is something you could turn on in your car when you're riding with your kids and you don't have. Oh, Richard! <laughs> you know, we, 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 we're not going to embarrass you, you know, so you could turn this on with, with, your, with, your, with your grandparents, you know, because we're just talking about family, finance, uh, the economy and everything like that. Now, this podcast episode is the midweek dose of the black Mirror every podcast this is when me myself and i come on and talk about different things that's going on in pop culture the economy family pretty much anything right we usually mostly talk about the economy but you know topics can vary and this is a shorter podcast so welcome welcome uh for those who are joining in for the first time please do us a huge favor and leave us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on be that spotify apple podcast just leave us a little note a little review let us know what you think about this podcast uh because that really helps us y'all you know we do this um there's no i mean this is free you know what i'm saying and so uh if you would leave us a review that would be awesome we truly appreciate it now Shire showed me a funny meme this week. Uh, it was a a lady and a gentleman standing next to what we would call a bucket, right? A bucket is a is a is a vehicle that just looked, you know, it looked like it been through some things. You know what I'm saying? It was a used vehicle. It didn't look very good. It wasn't very clean. Looked dusty. That's what it looked like. It looked dusty. And they were leaning on the vehicle, and they were really excited. In fact, the vehicle had a bow on the hood, you know, like in those uh, car commercials that come on around Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? But it looked a little weird because the car looks so jacked up. And the heading or the title of this picture said, "I'm so happy my my boyfriend got me a new car," and we got this car for. A great deal I think it said something around 84 months at $350 a month from blah 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 dealership right so it was kind of like an ad you know what I mean like look look my husband got me this car this dealership and look at this deal I got well we ran the numbers on this car shire did $350 a month 84 months which is insane Comes out to $29,000 before interest. Now, this car looked like it was worth $29, not $29,000. It looked like it was worth $29. You couldn't pay me to take this car. But that triggered something because I was also scrolling through financial news and I saw where car debt is piling up as more Americans owe thousands more. Then vehicles are worth. Now, this hit home with me because just just the car conversation anyway, because I've never been a car guy. You know, cars are more of a utility, you know, more than like um, something that I really got into like for for like look at me you know what i mean look at this car i drive or whatever just like man does it give me that point a or point b that's how i've always looked at vehicles so we have a car that's an older car i bought it for three thousand five hundred dollars it's great for our family because it fits all of us comfortably it's a 2003 honda pilot you may have heard me talk about this numerous times it has been running good you know it's got over 200 Sixty thousand miles on it so it's it's it's, uh we've got our money's worth out of it but uh you know it's been some problems on it lately and in the past year we spent about six thousand dollars in repairs on this car and man that 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 stuff hurts man like that's a lot of money to spend on a car so as it is aging and nearing the retirement age we're definitely pouring more money into the car and so You know, we recently had to get it serviced for around three thousand dollars. And when when my car guy shout out to him, everybody needs a car guy. You know what I'm saying? You need you need you need a car guy. But as he told me how much the vehicle would cost to be fixed, you start thinking: is this is this the time? Is this it? Should I be looking for a new car? And you start going online i went online i went on a few websites just to see like what are the prices of something comparable maybe a little bit better you know newer version of the vehicle ridiculous way more money than i than it would cost for me to fix this car so i could either take the pain of giving this guy three thousand dollars and having my vehicle or i can buy a new newer vehicle still used of course and be paying ten thousand dollars or fourteen thousand or you know twenty thousand dollars for this vehicle well it's a no-brainer for me so we went ahead and we got the car fixed but you know it does sting you know what i mean but this article really jumped out to me because my philosophy is even if i'm fixing a car Every year or making a repair on my vehicle every year, say, for a couple thousand dollars. Right. It's still going to turn out to be me spending less money than I would if I had a car note where I'm paying 300, 400, 500, 600, sometimes eight hundred dollars a month for a new vehicle. Well, that's the trick bag that a lot of Americans are finding themselves in. And I'm going to read you a little story about a gentleman named Chris Martin. Uh, Chris Martin knew he needed a bigger car as the birth of his uh, fourth child approached. But he and his wife were already $14,000 underwater on their two vehicles. Right. So they owed about $14,000 on their two vehicles that they had. So the couple proposed an unusual two-for-one deal with an Atlanta area auto dealer in 2020, trading in both of their vehicles so they could afford a three-row Ford Explorer. You know what I'm saying? And we wanted wanted to upgrade, you know? So here's the thing. Their total loan, after factoring in the negative equity, Right. They owe 14,000. So after factoring all that in a service contract, uh, factoring in the service contract fees and other costs. The Explorer went from 60 or went from 49,000 to 66,000. Right. Because they're trading in their vehicles that have debt on them. So. Despite a lot of progress on their debt, Chris Martin felt uneasy. He says, I don't want to be paying interest on cars that I don't even have anymore. And that makes sense. Uh, This gentleman is a 36 year old data engineer. So you're pretty much transferring the debt and rolling them over to your new car. So you're paying for debt for cars you no longer own. It goes on to say the build up in negative equity or the amount that debt exceeds a vehicle's value is rattling consumers and raising alarms within the industry. Though it's not unusual for drivers to carry negative equity, some dealers say more people are arriving at their lots up to $10,000 underwater. Now we've all heard the saying that, you know, your car loses value as soon as you drive it off the lot. And for that reason, many financial experts and just sound folks in general encourage you to buy a pre-owned, certified pre-owned, right? Not a brand new car, because if it's pre-owned, it's already had that uh, depreciation, that drive off the lot depreciation, right? So you're, you're, you're in a little better position there. But in general, people are just paying too much for cars people are underwater on their cars a lot of it has to do with interest okay and the inflated interest from the fed if you buy a car and you have an adjustable rate an adjustable interest rate you may have bought it and it was 4.3 percent interest the fed keeps raising their rate now it's, it's up to six seven eight 9% 9% interest. So, you're you're owing more on the money. You you you're drowning in a sea of interest. And this is really affecting many folks in the US today. Um, scrolling here because there was something I wanted to highlight. It says The cost of new vehicles has risen 20% since the start of the pandemic, while used vehicles are still up 37% even after cooling in the fall. For a brief period, car, owner, car owners hit a topsy-turvy market where they could sell some used cars for more than they paid for them. That was kind of going going on during the pandemic when cars were at a premium, people wanted cars so bad. Now that helped the negative equity plummet earlier in the pandemic, but as more consumers deplete savings accumulated during the pandemic, they're falling underwater again. Now, this is a sign of a, of a deep recession, y'all, which I have preached. We are in the midst of and getting worse. So it says for trade ins that carry negative equity, the average amount is approaching pre-pandemic levels at five thousand five hundred dollars, according to. Edmonds data the surge in prices and prevalence of 84 month loans it goes back to that meme we talked about earlier 84 months do y'all know how long 84 months is look, look, look. i'm not really too great at math but let's do this let's do 84 divided by 12 what's that seven years seven years that's the length it takes for something to fall off of your credit so y'all out here paying car loans for 7 years, knowing good and well you tired of that car by year 2. It continues. Continues on to say that see where it was out here. Okay, the surge in prices and prevalence of the 84-month loans are fueling concerns among consumer advocates and within the auto industry. Man, this is this is scary stuff. And things like this are signs that we're in a recession. First, the auto industry, people start defaulting on auto loans. So I'm going to paint a picture of an individual that's drowning in debt. Right. Because of high interest, because of inflation, because of all the things that are affecting the market currently. This person is drowning in credit card debt. They're drowning in auto loan debt and their rent's going up or they have an adjustable rate on their mortgage and that is going to affect their, you know, their what they're paying to live, right? So all those three things, credit card, car, and home. What are the first things folks are gonna default on? Credit cards, right? I ain't paying that credit card. I got to drive, I got to go to work. So if it's between car, house, and credit card, I'm defaulting on credit first we're seeing a surge in credit card defaults the next is you got your car left and you got your 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 your, your roof over your head what you going to default on next i got to live somewhere man i'm defaulting on this car loan and so we're seeing that happen in large quantities in the u.s and it's just so there's only one thing next You've defaulted. People, folks have defaulted on their their credit card to make ends meet. First, they use their credit card to make ends meet. Right. That's the first thing. Strike one. Strike two is you default on the credit card because I can no longer pay the minimum balance. Then next. Folks are going to default on their car loan. And then the next thing is housing. And that's when we really were seeing an increase in Um, evictions when it comes to rent and we're seeing an increase in uh, foreclosures and so man these are things that we really got to pay attention to and in our own personal finances we need to start hedging against by doing what paying down debt saving an emergency fund for things like your car going out so that you can just maintain the vehicles you already have right and then not having to rely on credit cards like if you have an emergency fund if you have a savings of some sort you don't have to rely on credit cards to bail you out so these are things that we can and should be trying to position ourselves to do so that we're not being a part of this statistic meanwhile keeping our eye on this because these things show you where we are in the recession and thus show you how to move when it comes to building wealth when it comes to investing or whatever your goals are you want to definitely keep uh, your eye on the market and see you know these type of trends you know help you help you to know where we are so as always i hope you enjoyed this quick cast episode of the black and defy podcast and like i said on the front end if you did go ahead and leave us a five star review and we we really appreciate that uh Until next time, y'all. This is Marcus, and I'm out. Peace.